0: So Chop, I was showing uh Dreadbull. Um I've got uh, postcards for each of you. I got the two more postcards came in from Jag because oh, Mark sent wow. three three my <laughs> way because I didn't get the previous one. And as I was showing Mark, um this one this one opens up. It opens up and it's got and it's it's got a little message. Can you read it? Uh, get yourself dear. a bigger phone. <laughs> uh, or a computer you motherfucker and, and then and then it has a has a
1: let me put on my ment- reading glasses
0: a hidden message and but you've got these goggles that you can read the the hidden message with oh my gosh I know it's fucking sweet how amazing is that yeah well all I have to say is when you read the message you're going to want to listen to the album again
1: because oh, there's like
0: wow like oh well I gotta I gotta find this now so, so you guys great. you
1: guys each of you have one now so I did a lot of research on this and I took a lot of notes as I'm watching through them. So, well, that's good. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to talk about it. So I
2: didn't even watch them. So yeah. I've got a couple pages of notes. Yeah. yeah that's fun. great.
0: You guys can carry the load. I just, I just wrote who I thought won each one. <laughs>
2: Your answers are going to be the howling. <laughs> that's right.
1: It's we'll all see. right. Montag. We'll carry you the show again. Rewatchability.
2: American werewolf in London. Thank you. Okay. I am done with this one.
0: Yeah. Move on to the next one. Facts. What yeah. is the
2: winner? Look and feel. Tie. <laughs> I'm not doing a chop top. <laughs>
1: All right, guys. I don't think I'm going to have that in this one, guys. All, really well, not. It's about to You're tie. not allowed to have that.
2: Yeah. You're never allowed to have that. Yeah, no tie. more ties. you to have a
1: draw again? No. no more ties, man. You you not have have up to or make
2: a shut up. Damn. There All were right. some. There were some
0: slim margins on this one, though. I have to say, there was, Rare, some, there, was, Rare, some, there was some. There was some. This was a. This was a tough battle in some of the areas, but we'll find. We'll get to that.
1: Huh. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, this is Kern Murphy from Shatter Messiah, and you are watching and listening to heavy metal horror.
0: I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always.
1: Hey, this is Chop Top, and I hope you'll howl at this one. Keep it heavy.
2: That's right. It's me, Dreadful.
1: Had a horror show. <laughs> You're
2: welcome.
0: <laughs> I know. It's scary. crazy, kiddies.
2: You're welcome.
0: And you are watching
2: <laughs> and listening to Heavy Battle. Battle.
0: Alright, Oh, that's right, kiddies. Dreadful, joining us. Dreadful is joining us, or busting his horror cherry. It's about time. Time to put those. Oh, you're gonna socks make it awkward away. already? No, no. How long have you known me? Great. When have I ever made it awkward? <laughs> All right, kid. you not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How much time do we have? Uh, all right, kiddies. We are doing. Uh, you know, you've you've been watching and and listening. Uh, you know our slugfest format, where we take two albums and we t- discuss track by track by track until we come up with a winner. We're doing the same thing with horror, except we're doing two movies. That's right. Oh. We're talking about different elements of the movies. And uh, we're going to go element by element. It's going to be a big slugfest. And tonight's slugfest, we've got two lycanthrope loopers. We've got The Howling versus American Werewolf in London. Yes. Now, a little background. Both of these movies came out in 1981. The Howling March of 1981 and American Werewolf in August of 1981. So uh, there, if you've not seen these movies... Better go out and check them out. Shame on you, because guess what? You're going to get some spoilers. So here it goes, Howling. All right. So um, round one is going to be a story. We're going to look at the story of the two movies. So uh, round one. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's going to be a great bell sound. Ding, ding. Uh, Okay, Chop. Let's talk about the story, The Howling versus An American Werewolf in London.
1: All right. Well, for Story, An American Werewolf in London, I thought it was definitely heavily influenced by Universal's Wolfman. I uh, had exact, almost like the same story, except instead of you know the father is being sort of like the went well we'll talk about it, ends up killing the Wolfman, it ends up being you know this love interest of the main character in American Werewolf. Basically, what American and the Werewolf. Beast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought, also, interesting thing I thought about this was, I wondered if the Jack scenes in the movie, his his uh, um, friend that got killed on the moors and whatever, I wonder if that influenced Pet Cemetery in that same way for Stephen King. Hmm. Because, you know, oh, he had lost... Uh, I couldn't remember yeah, the other movie the that case. that had happened in, but... Yeah, okay. I really yeah, thought yeah, about it. Yeah,
2: The other girl, yeah, Pac Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, I really... And I thought maybe that influenced him and in his writing for that. I thought uh, the Blue Moon music intro was... Hey, hey was you're Cameron. going too far. Mm-hmm. We're doing music oh. scores, a
0: whole other thing. Right.
1: <laughs> okay. Come on, right. keep the fuck Stick shop. with the story. Story, All right. my hey, God. Well, interesting in the story, like, uh, it's about these, these guys going on a trip uh, to England. Um, they're around the moors or whatever. They Stay off the moors. Up... Stay, off yeah. the... Stay on the road. Right. And they end up going off you know into the moors and jack is stupid americans uh, yep (laughs) can't do anything right one any other one gets uh bitten mauled and eventually he's cursed didn't Uh, you see how creeped
2: out all those people were come on listen to them (laughs) always listen to the creepy locals right
1: yeah now the story for the howling it's this uh this undercover uh news lady uh, she meets this possible serial killer. Has been getting calls or whatever. Um, she gets attacked in this story. Horn boot theater. Yeah,
0: I think he uh, meant to say God. we need to regurgitate the entire summary of the plot. But that's okay. <laughs> Keep on going, chat. Sorry, guys. That's all. So oh, and then, um, in, the, anyway, anyway, uh, promised, in, the, in the fourth minute of the film, <laughs> um, this done. is what happens <laughs> um, by minute seven. <laughs> Sorry,
1: guys. Uh, and then we pan was, down. Those, uh, yes, our we'll uh, camera a pans shot.
0: down to <laughs> a, um, a long shot where we see two exhausted That's hikers. What I but but That's
1: they're what I not the on the, road. the show. No wonder he was like to late to the show.
0: He wrote uh, yeah, he's writing the summaries up of the movies. Son of a bitch. All right, continue, child. We've already
2: broken.
1: Yeah. I was say, <laughs> that, was, that was quick. So the new he like, he's traumatized he's ends weak. up doing a therapeutic retreat called known as a colony. It's almost an environmental kind of living area and stuff. Later find out that it's not all what it seems. Uh basically it's a community full of lichens. So I thought overall I, I did appreciate uh the story of American werewolf. Uh, because it was inspired, obviously, I saw a lot of things to Universal's Wolfman. Um, and Landis is a known Universal Monsters fan himself so many times. But I do think The Howling has a more a fresher take at that time. Uh, story Because it's doing something a little different. It's yeah. not following that kind of the same thing as Universal's Wolfman. Mm-hmm. So uh, this round goes for me and story goes to The Howling. All right. Speaking of The Howling, oh. I
0: see
2: Sir Reginald. Speaking yes. of a wolf, man, look at, that. look at that fierce Aww. countenance. The star yes. of the show right there. Oh, man. Look at him going for my throat, licking his lips. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to rip my throat out. Oh, yes. With his, with his violent cuteness. <laughs> yeah, look at him. Oh, man. All right.
1: Very,
0: very nice chop. Okay, Dread, uh, How about you? Story. Story. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, boy. Scene I could... one scene one we open on a broad shot of the moors gray (laughs) rainy england blue moon plays in the background
1: (laughs) hey i got yelled at for talking about the story already stick to the story
2: (laughs) so story yeah uh the howling oh man Okay, we're not into script yet. So story, nope, nope, yeah, story. Just this, story. the story itself. I, I kind of agree with you, Chop, that it was a uh, it was a little more interesting, different of a take on the horror on the story. Like I, I thought, American Werewolf in London was kind of uh, kind of tropey in the story. You know the. The, these guys from out of town show up in this little village you know they hit they hit the pub of course they get all the weird looks the place the goes slaughtered quiet lamb. everybody's all on edge and you know they have these little cryptic warnings and it was all very tropey you know it uh, was it was a, a kind of it had some charm to it but it was very tropey uh yeah so the howling i think overall story wise was a little more interesting of a take on on the werewolf story you know Uh, We'll get into script later. That's where everything falls apart, in my opinion. But uh... (laughs) yeah, I I think, yeah, I I think I I agree with you overall. I think just purely story wise, I'm going to give the edge to, um, to the howling. Okay. Nice. Uh, Yeah. I, I I
0: feel the same way you guys did. I, I, both movies are very different animals, so to speak. Um, and I, I agree, Chop, the American Werewolf in London it definitely borrows a lot from the Universal, and it's like a, a watching a fresh take on the Wolfman, which we did mm-hmm. see later on when Universal actually did the Wolfman again. Yeah. Um, but you still have that same, like, here's some guy who gets bit and follows the same things. and 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 the howling does something very interesting. I like the concept of this kind of collective, this kind of – colony where these werewolves are trying to deal with being lycanthropes and it's almost like this kind of self-help you know yeah. group or the collective like this with this a guru psychology kind of new agey kind of stuff like i'm okay you're okay we're both werewolves you know yeah. and and trying to deal with with this and also kind of bringing in this kind of feral almost uh native like a you know native tribalism within the, within the community. And, and then you see that mourning. Um, well, yeah, the, the, we'll get into the script details later, but, um, and, and the generational, you know, the older werewolves looking on how things have changed. So I think there was enough there to make it different. Um, so I, I agree from my vote too, on uh, as far as story and plot um, goes to the howling.
2: Although I, I would say like, I, I I felt the story was kind of really, disjointed it jumped around oh yeah quite a bit with abruptly like once yeah first of all like their their idea of like luring out this serial killer essentially they didn't really tell you why he was so enamored with this newscaster other than right we're her just voice. rushed right in she had a nice... right there yeah yeah and yeah, and like they they stick her out <laughs> all by herself with just like this scratchy radio signal to communicate with her. Nobody's got eyes on her at all. So, Hey, go out. We're going to lure in this serial killer. Nobody's going to actually be within visible range of you, Mm -hmm. you know? And she, so she ends up on her own. The cops eventually catch up in a porn theater, in a porn porn theater, which we're going to see a nice parallel. I'm like, this is the worst like sting operation I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, I fully expected them to be like staked out inside the theater. That would have made more sense. And they're so yeah, just they're, waiting for them yeah. to come in. Yeah. And they're basing it out of like the news station. You know, they're in the news station and they're little like, mm-hmm. the cops have hardly nothing to do with this. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. This lady's going to die and it's going to be all your fault. Like, you guys are a bunch right. of fucking idiots. Even, even so if her that husband's was really weird. in
1: there as well. And it's just like, I, I'd be fucking like, that's my mom. Yeah. I want to yeah. get this shit. I'll be out on right. the street,
2: like, hanging out, keeping my eyes on her, like, within, yeah. you know, uh, right it, it, have plainclothes correct.
0: policemen have people walking around that are milling about that are on, on guard have a SWAT team set up across the street something yeah.
2: instead they're That's like oh, point, all the neon Brad. lights are messing with the radio signal like right <laughs> yeah, oh my God, yeah exactly the yeah, yeah. Oh, no,
1: point, no. it makes, that makes sense
2: yeah.
0: there are good flaws to it but there's a there's enough to the originality that persuades persuades me yeah and yeah if i had never seen the the wolfman i would be going toward American Werewolf in London, you know, because right. we've seen these, This is you know, the Wolfman 1941, you know, this is a, it's almost like the 40th anniversary of movie uh, re- revision of that movie. But no, I get it. There are definitely flaws, you know, um, yeah. in it. But I still thought there was originality. Like I, I wanted a root for American Werewolf. Uh, but it's like, I know, I think there's enough here that's different. That made it interesting. Now, well,
1: they're, they're two different piece, 2 you know? They're very no, two funny. different movies, right. Because, it's, now, because American Werewolf's comedy horror, Montag, and this is well, like pure horror and howling. Well, that's cool. now good. Now we're yeah. getting yeah. into the script. That's We're going to yeah. talk about that.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about the comedy, uh, Chop Top, w- with the script. The script comes down to the writing. We have John Landis, who wrote American Werewolf in London, and John Sayles wrote The Howling. Um, so
2: you gave story to The Howling, Montag? I did, like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Round okay.
0: one goes to The Howling
2: okay
0: okay now let's talk about the script make it official okay yeah, official. Script time oh uh, so we're going to talk about script now this is round two script so um okay chop let's talk about the humor
1: versus the not humor well what i have a, a in script as far as my notes from america a modern day retelling of the wolfman with some humorous moments with a tragic ending but it's anticlimactic because at the end boy was course, it but, ever yeah because because he just and cowered in this like alleyway, cops are all showed up and everything. His love interest is there, kind of tries to persuade him, you know, come on, it's me, whatever. And then he gets shot, and it's over. And they open oh. up on him with her standing right
2: between them okay. and the wolf, and they just start wailing bullets over the place. With yeah, her and I'm like, no, right are those
1: silver bullets? They never say if they are or not, right? So I'm just like, wow, okay, whatever. But it was just over at that. I'm like, wow, kind of anticlimactic, especially for that. Amazing rampaging scene in Piccadilly yeah. circus so yeah, much, much better porn movie in my opinion <laughs> it was yeah, so um, the,
0: the porn movie had comedy as well it was it you was know? hilarious,
1: yeah, oh yeah, and some of those humors i i really humorous that that porn theater you know, he's talking to Jack, and then all the victims of the wolf you know are telling him to kill himself in different ways, a lot of humor with that as well um mm-hmm. I thought obviously comically at the beginning, the slaughtered lamb, I mean come on you know, that, that, that pub that they go into. So it's kind of right there open to you. Uh, As far as script on the Howling, I thought it was a well-written adaptation of a book because the book was, it's based on a novel by Gary Bradner. The pacing lulls a little, uh, but I think the dream sequences keep it going enough. So you don't kind of falter or get behind on that. And again, this had a, climactic ending though so as opposed to the way it was written with american werewolf um because in the end uh karen the reporter turns into a wolf on Cameron and gets shot silver bullet so but script overall this was difficult i can't make a draw so that's right um, i am going you to waffling
2: say, bastard <laughs> and we'll kick you in the nuts <laughs> next
1: time we see you All again guys pick I'm, a nut oh you can't pick we'll okay. kick them both <laughs> i'm i'm going to go with the howling on script believe it or not, because, right. wow. again, it's a different it's a different take. On I guess maybe just because of I love the Universal Wolfman, mm-hmm. but it's that kind of same kind of script in there. I do appreciate the humorous elements, but when I watch a horror movie, because I do like horror comedies, Montag, we did a whole show on that as well yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, we love them, but I guess it depends on whatever mood you're in, and most times I'm going to direct horror uh, for me. So uh, I'm going to give script to The Howling
2: all right okay all right
1: you're so wrong because the script of the howling (laughs) was
2: fucking awful was boring wow dreadful swearing nice wow it was boring as hell like it had it was so utilitarian like let's just have them say the most basic generic things they can say in this scene like, it was like they wrote it on the fly, or It was all ad-libbed. Like, none of the dialogue had any character development or banter between characters. It was all so dry and generic. It was awful. I just found it so freaking boring. <laughs> and so this, also, I was going to bring this up during the, on the story section, too. But the main, has there ever been a more useless main character in a movie than, than the howling, than Karen? she is awful like she is the most she does nothing on her own behalf the entire movie think about it what does she ever do she has one thing that she did this entire movie for that that gave her any agency in her her own story and that was somehow when he when she gets trapped in the doctor's office in the uh the colony and somehow there's a jar of acid sitting on mm-hmm. a table yeah That she happens to know it's acid, and she chucks it on him, and then runs away. It's the only thing she did in the entire movie to help herself. Otherwise, she's just this like traumatized woman that just cries and has to get led around by everybody else, get saved by everybody else, and basically, what I thought they did was take her story what what should have been hers was like uncovering who this serial killer is and the truth about this colony. And they gave it to those other two reporters who just pop in out of nowhere after she leaves for the colony. Suddenly we've got two other people from the news station that decide they're going to be investigative reporters and look into this story. And so they do everything that really her and her husband should have done in the movie and had some agency in their own story. Yeah. And it would have been much more tense had they uncovered... The truth of these things. His agency is getting laid. Yeah. All he's, he's just out banging. Yeah. So, yeah, I I just thought she was the most annoying ass, useless character. And she was the main character. She's (laughs) supposed to be the protagonist of the whole movie. And she was utterly useless the whole time. I mean, even the other lady, the reporter woman with her friend, she'd like chop the arm off of the one werewolf. She shoots another, like she's got some, she's kicking some ass out there. Yeah. Why, why wasn't any of that given to the main character? Like she's no took Ripley. it away from her. Oh my God. No, <laughs> she was a w- wimply. <clears throat> so
1: that, that just annoyed that, that totally
2: annoyed me the whole entire
1: movie. I, I was so annoyed by is. her character. Yeah. So she's uh, very
0: passive, you know, and yeah. she's very quiet in, in real life too. D. Wallace is yeah. very, mm-hmm. very shy and kind of reticent.
2: A uh, very her, sweet, no. a
0: sweet person. Yeah, she was at Gellardi Fest. Very, very lovely person. Um, very generous and 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 gracious. You know,
2: I'm I'm um, I'm advocating on her behalf. Like, give her a little bit more. You know.
0: Yeah, you know what? She also plays a victim in. plays a victim um, in Cujo too. A couple years later, yeah. she's uh, stuck in a car and a dog is trying to eat her.
1: But well, she, she has a little. She has a little more fire in that role. Yes, yeah, she does. More, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. She or had so.
2: nothing in this one. Like I said, she she happened yeah. across the jar of acid. I don't know how. And I will say in the car when they're getting away, she does pull the, she does fire the gun once and I think hit a, hit a werewolf. And that's right. it like that's literally the only two things she was able to do the entire movie except at the very end cause. where she where she where she wants
0: to bring light upon this reality of of who she is as the werewolf and she changes her Oh opinion, yeah and she cool. turns
2: into a, a chihuahua or no like a, she she, she yeah, turned like, she like turned a, into a Pekingese. Yeah like a little whimpering <laughs> like whimpering like like what, like what
0: is this wait a minute a D, a D Wallace werewolf
2: she's, she's kind of cute flat-nosed picanese werewolf Let's take her home awful. Just, yeah, was, so, yeah, anyway, I thought the dialogue yeah. was boring as hell. I, I thought, like, the first ten minutes of American Werewolf in London had more charm to it than than the entirety of The Howling. Like, at least those characters had some fun banter. They were friends. You could tell they were friends because yeah. they broke each other's balls. They had fun. Even though it was tropey, like, the people right. in the pub were fun to listen to. Uh, you so, made
0: me miss. Right, and there yeah. was
2: some comedy to it. So there was some at least some layers to the dialogue uh in in american werewolf in london it was still kind of tropey but it had it had a, a charm to it i think and i wasn't an, so annoyed by it it was still pretty generic i thought the main actor david Naughton, i think is his mm-hmm. real name yeah uh, was pretty boy i thought his range was bad at least in the first half i thought his acting got way better later we'll cover that i think as a, uh, or, as yeah, a later yeah. category in, yes. but um so right. yeah script hands down goes to american werewolf in london okay my well, God, you're so wrong, Joe.
1: I am the I am the I am the tiebreaker
0: and I bring my breaker. great, great base of knowledge and intelligence and wisdom to this situation. Oh here we go. <laughs> <laughs> A Let's, tie. No. Um <laughs> I uh you know John Sayles wrote the the howling John Sayles wrote Lone Star which is a brilliant movie uh he he wrote Passion Fish he, he's written a lot of things but John Landis wrote American Werewolf in London John Landis wrote The Blues Brothers he wrote um uh, Animal Stick House with Animal House yeah a lot of comedy uh, you know and and so uh, I really like the humor in America Moral for London. I, I agree with you, Dread Bull. Um D. Wallace is a is a is a weak character in that she doesn't really do a lot for herself, but she is traumatized. That's pa it's a central part of her character though. She's going to the street because the retreat because she is so traumatized. She's seeing this doctor because she's I get that trauma. So she's yeah. so the, so that could be part of it she could just be playing it a little too well but but yeah the other things don't make sense but in in american Wolf in london i love the relationship between jack and david you know i I, that even continues after after the guy's dead um you -hmm. know come on david come on you gotta kill yourself you know and and the the characters are kind of quirky and funny jenny agatar is great as a nurse i mean who would not want her to be your nurse um and and um I I thought there's there you know not to get into the memorable scenes but there are there are moments of the comedy that are just shine uh, that we will talk about in the memorable scenes mm-hmm. and lines but I I think the comedy really steals us and and not a, not every horror comedy movie blends the two well together because there are moments mm-hmm. of genuine horror in this movie especially the dream sequences i think are uniquely terrifying the the scene with the nazis um which we'll get into the memorable scenes but those are those are yeah (laughs) those are elements where we have real terror so uh for me hands down the script easily goes to john landis american werewolf in london uh for me on this one so all right uh round three is what we're calling look and feel the miz insane or the the kind of general look um, the impression of the film we're taking into consideration the direction the cinematography how the film looks how the movies look and uh Home, you know, you we're know. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work through this you know we're not we're not uh film analysts to a degree but we've all know, seen enough movies that we can bring something to bear so uh round three <laughs> chop let's talk about the look and feel of both of these lycanthrope movies
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, uh, totally, totally polar opposite uh, look and feel as far as these movies. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, as far as the tone at, for each film, and American Werewolf starts at the slaughtered lamb, you know, and you got the they're all secretive and quiet and all this stuff, and feel offended. And so then they go ahead and they, you know, uh, you know, they go out and they don't stay on the path. They go on the moors. Uh, <laughs> but it's light. It's playful at times. Um, as far as direction, uh, the only thing I, I give criticism for, I think, in American Werewolf, is some of those attack scenes are so abrupt, you don't fully see the attack or The scene, it's just like I like. It's like a more. loud
2: noise that transitions yeah. into a a noise of a bus or something, like into another scene instantly. Right. Yeah, I,
1: I get you there. Uh, but it's, it, I think he succeeds on the one-on-one dialogue really well. Uh, I think uh, the scene. Hey, that was script. No, I'm right. Go ahead, man. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I I, that, I know, uh, we're just I figuring it, it all the, out. The direction, the direction of sure. when they're... Sure, right. No, I agree. And, uh, the transformation scene, come on, fucking epic. It's mm-hmm. And all, anybody horrified... That's uh, special
0: effects. That's memorable scenes.
1: <laughs> Son of a bitch. We're all over the place. Okay. God damn it, someone's got to know what they're doing <laughs> oh, here. Okay, your <laughs> direction, I thought, was a shining moment, and they're an American werewolf the escalator scene where the guy's in the subway trying to get away and the wolf comes into view right at the bottom of the escalator. I thought that yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. And that that was really
2: it. the only time we saw it, like the full wolf kind of moving. Yeah. You know, right. they were very sparse in showing that cause it was probably really tough to make that look good. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it was that, just that the, looked...
0: uh, right. Just the upper torso of the, wolf kind of, yeah. Kinda, yeah. And, and
2: then we have like wolf vision,
0: you know, we're seeing like, right. Seeing from the wolf and like your know, right. point of view of the wolf, which is kind of, which is kind of cool.
1: And I like some of the you know the, the moves move-ins on some of the scenes on some of the kills, you know so I thought yeah. that was effective as well. yeah um, now on the other hand, you got the howling. Uh, it's dark, it's serious. it's very little comedy. Um, there's a sense of dread though, uh, with some urgency um, in it for the main lead. so I get that. Joe Dante directed this, uh, who did Gremlins Gremlin's two, etc. Uh, darkly lit. Even in some of the daytime scenes, I noticed that. So you're taking that tone, that overall, that dark and very low comedy and seriousness, and you can tell in in the uh, the lighting and the the camera work and stuff. Uh, very effective. Can I write down here? I Can't remember the damn writing.
0: you ever very heard typing things uh,
1: up. Very, <laughs> very effective close-up scenes. Um, and especially when the, uh, the characters are conversing with each other. But then all the different scenes of the wolf that we see in the howling, very effective on the <clears> direction of <throat> that. So that said, I'm going to go with the howling on direction on this. I just think it's, again, wow. we're talking about tone. We're talking about, you know, you got a horror comedy, as opposed to just serious horror with very little comedy. And it's just like, I'm going to go more towards that. But I really do like the close-up scenes, and I think there's more scenes we get to see uh, the wolves, the werewolves and stuff, as opposed to American werewolf. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have that one iconic scene, and that's, mm-hmm. that's it, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, mine goes to the howling as far as, yeah. Tone. Very nice. Direct. All right, John. Um, Dread, your take
0: on
2: the look, feel, tone of the movie. Yeah, I liked uh, – so – like American Werewolf in London, I liked the opening. I liked starting out in these in these bleak hills, out in the moors, out in the middle of nowhere, it was pretty cool. So, you know, I'm kind of of a sucker for horror set in those settings, or like you know, Sleepy Hollow or some kind of gothic setting are always cool. So, uh, yeah, I liked. I, li- I like that. I think American Werewolf in London spent uh, did a better job, like spending time putting you in the setting, feeling the setting. But although, yeah, The Howling, the one thing I'll say with them, I think they did an interesting thing at times putting contrasting like emotional emotions in a a single scene. Like, you know, he's talking to his dead rotten friend in the porn theater while porn is playing, like this comedic porn is going on. So you got these really weird contrasting comedy, sex, and horror all at one time. Uh, so, and they did that, at, oh man, I wish I, uh, I didn't not write down the other time they did it, but, uh, I, I think multiple times in that movie, they, they were, they were kind of hitting like contrasting emotions all at one, at one time. I thought that was pretty interesting. That was, that was one thing they did really well in that movie. Um, yeah, so boy, which one is better? Um, yeah, that was, that's a tough call. I, I like them both. I think. I'm, I'm. I think I'm going to give it to the Howling because I thought it was more creative in the in the tone and the way they set their tones and, mm-hmm. like you said, sort of it was darker even during the day. Like the the film these stock looked dark, nasty. Yeah, yeah. In these nasty yeah. theaters and stuff like that. Uh, when they were in the colony, you know, that grimy. Always, you're yeah. in the woods. Everything's grimy. Yeah. So. Uh, American Werewolf in London was more of a straightforward look at that, a more straightforward take on a right. tone and setting. So I thought Howling was more creative in that way. So, yeah, I, I think yeah for this category, I'm going to give that to the Howling. You're right. Look and feel. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, um, yeah.
2: yeah no, you were, you not were right. On that one, finally.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we're going to finish our circle jerk here. Um, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, they They are vastly different and how they approach the material and and i do like both of them for what they do Um, by necessity the howling because it is more straightforward horror is going to be darker and i'd like that just as much as i like the kind of garishness of american werewolf in london um, where it's set more in the mundane because we're following we're following david as he becomes this wolf so it's it's just a normal life, and and then we then things turn topsy turvy because he changes, but then his life is kind of still like he's not knowing what's going on. So there's not a whole lot of need, unless we're in his point of view, like his the dream sequences where he's like chasing the deer and those kinds of things, mm-hmm. um, for the film to take liberties with the look and the tone. The setting, the sets, and interesting, we'll talk about the memorable scenes, we've already talked about the porn theater, you know, those those things I think are different than the look and tone. So as far as a horror film goes, I agree with the both of you. I think The Howling does a better job with creating a sense of this tone of dread, of darkness, of of mystery. Because we kind of know what's going to happen in the American Werewolf in London, um, you know, we've seen the Wolfman. We know he's been bit. We know he's going to come back. There are enough unique surprises that come along through the script with his friend coming back and visiting all the all the people who he's killed um, that make it unique and fun. But as far as the tone goes, uh, I think the howling, because it is it is follows more into the horror aspect of it. So I will uh, I'll agree with you both. I think the howling has to uh, to win
1: on the look and the feel. Okay. All right. I think uh, one thing I'll say about American Werewolf, though, I think that the pacing probably wins out a little bit more than the howling. Because you never get really bored. It just kind of continues to go. There's no really lull in there. And I like, agree. I think you have those scenes with Jack in there uh, in the comedy element. And uh, I, I think that helps keep the pacing. Uh, yeah, the well.
0: howling feels more like a, a carryover from the '70s, is, and, and as far as this pacing goes. And I mean, we're right on the cusp. I mean, the film was shot in 1980, so we are on the cusp of the '70s. So it's very, very right. likely here we have some residue coming over that says we're 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 going to have the film. The pacing is going to be a little slower, but I I don't mind that. I'm if I'm sitting down to watch a movie, I enjoy the the journey. So I'm happy to to watch that because that's why I'm in. I'm basking in in the the hole where we're at, the miz insane of it all. And and uh, you know, I'm totally cool with that. So all right. Well, three rounds down, uh Dreadbull, what what's
2: the, what's the uh score? And we're two we to agree. two rounds to one for the howling so far. All right. Well, we <laughs> are they one. they win for story and look and feel. Okay, we are one third of the
0: way through this uh, slugfest. Round four is going to be uh, performances. We're going to talk about the acting performances between the actors. Uh, so, round four, <laughs> chop top. Let's talk about performances in Howling right. and American Werewolf.
1: I thought the uh, the acting in American Werewolf was uh, it was decent. I really liked the interaction between Nurse Price and David. Uh, throughout the well, I story. bet I you was... did with your <laughs> sock
2: in I hand really yeah.
1: <laughs> that's right I really like nurse price um but then Jack I think stole the show his character mm-hmm. was just outstanding come um, on man look at me I'm a... yeah I won't yeah, spoil I won't I really spoil like the memorable that. lines that's coming up I know I won't <laughs> yeah well, but then S- the acting what was wonderful I couldn't believe the great cast they put together on how just like Patrick McNay. Blim Pickens shows up. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Right? The Southern yeah, uh, Sabbath, Sheriff. Yeah. Kevin yeah. McCarthy D. Wallace. John, Carradine. Uh, Dick yeah, John yeah, Carradine. Carradine. Dick Miller. Yeah, John Carradine. Dick Miller. Like, wow. All right. It's a crazy good cast. So and uh man, and I just I, I don't know. I thought the acting regard you know let's put d wallace's character sign because i think it was deliberate because she was traumatized and that's how she was supposed to be in that film but i just i the, the cast was an amazing ensemble to get together for uh on a budget this movie was on a budget of 1 million dollars i researched yeah like 1.7 it wasn't very much right and i was just like wow to get that cast together and you had a 1.7 million dollar budget it's yeah. kind of amazing to me. And it I made
0: thought, uh, made like ten times its money in the return. Made like eighteen million, yeah. seventeen some million. Yeah, seventeen
1: yeah. million, nineteen eight, eighty five thousand. I got. Yeah, but but I, I really like the interaction between some of those characters. I love the ensemble cast, and uh, like I said, Marissa D. Wallace's characters put that aside. The main lead, it kind of wins for me as well in acting. So, Howling. All right. Okay. okay. Dread.
2: Let me uh, jot down the wow. Uh, Chop is howling on all four rounds so far. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing. Wow, wow. <laughs> strange, strange fella. <laughs> so yeah, uh, didn't I, make a I
1: decision, think damn it, I do, and I still
2: get yelled at. <laughs> I think you're the
1: last the... <laughs>
0: one to the to the dance today, so you're the one. You drew the short straw, buddy.
2: Despite the script, I thought the howling, the performances were okay. You know, main mm-hmm. character karen uh yeah she's a traumatized woman she played that role fine you know uh some of them were pretty bad when they get to the <laughs> when they get to the colony and Marsha shows up like look, look like she walked straight out of the set of conan i'm <laughs> like we're gonna see that lady naked very soon like you know yes. damn well she's gonna yeah. be naked she didn't get that boob job so, for yeah. nothing yeah, yeah. like uh, it was so funny like she was just so over the top pretty bad like so she's like the she's like, like the wizard priestess Zamora.
0: Yeah, right, you exactly. Zamora, my gosh! Yeah. Show me the <laughs> boobies. right?
1: <laughs> or that <laughs> chicken? Uh, uh what uh, was it? Uh, Conan the Destroyer. Bambata! Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, Grace Jones. <laughs> oh man, Who's that blonde chick? Oh, Olivia, oh Olivia uh, yeah, Olivia, the princess. Olivia, Olivia Dabo. Mm.
0: Oh God, mm-hmm. yeah, I know Dribble. Dribble had her a few times.
2: <laughs> oh, you know it.
0: Right in the theater <laughs> when we were watching, it was like, come on, put it away
2: uh okay where was i so yeah uh, like speaking of performances despite the script the performances were pretty solid i mean overall pretty boring because the script was boring so it's hard to elevate a crappy crappy writing um american werewolf in london like i said i thought david started off pretty bad like there were times when like when he was in the hospital recovering and he sees his dead friend for the first time who's all messed up and he's he starts freaking out, you know, and he's like, "Uh,", uh and the nurse walks in. He's immediately like plants a lip lock on her. And it's and 10 minutes later. He doesn't have a care in the world. Like he Cause he's banging her in the shower, right? Yeah. Like he just goes from one mood to the other, like, and he goes to their apartment and he's just like making jokes on the bus on the way or on the train and whatever they were riding subway, maybe. And uh yeah, he's like, he doesn't have a care in the world, but.
1: Yeah, because he knows he's he's getting
2: some yeah yeah so yeah i guess so man that's that's what it's all about i guess but uh Uh yeah i I thought it it was that might be a script problem too but i just thought his range showing like emotion like crying and showing trauma was really bad in the first half but i thought after he transformed and then when he was freaking out like in the town square there and trying to get the cop to arrest him like then i then he was really showing some range i'm like Okay, this is getting better, and I thought, like, his acting during the transformation was incredible. Like, man, I was like feeling the pain that he was going through. Thought that Very was good. great. And we'll get more into that mm-hmm. with memorable scenes and and uh, special effects. But uh, so I I think he redeemed himself in the second half of the movie. I thought the acting was way better. So, yeah, I like the comedy, the banter between him and his friend, his friend Jack. That was awesome. Uh, the nurse was a fine actress. I thought she did a great job. Uh, so I think, yeah, I'll, overall, I think I'll give the acting to uh, American Werewolf in London. Uh, despite, yeah, despite David's uh, first half performance, I thought he, uh, he, he came back for a second later. half,
0: unlike the Cleveland yeah. Browns, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, um, yeah. okay, they need more Davids on their team. Um, yeah, I they both both movies have some good actors and both movies have some very pedestrian kind of acting, uh, you know, as well. Uh, the, the there are more, I think more interesting and engaging performances in American world for me from the townspeople, mm-hmm. even though as trope as they are, I like you know, um, mm-hmm. the, the intensity of the quiet when they walk in, Hey, what's this pentagram or what's yes. this thing?
1: And <laughs> it's, it's just like that, shit. like,
0: uh-huh. you know, not to uh-huh. jump ahead to memorable scenes, but that, yet. um, that I and I really like uh I really like Jack I agree. He he really his performance is just over the top and and has some great lines which we'll talk about and and I love the scene you know well uh, the 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 other people he kills especially you know the the two uh, bums and then the blonde woman um, who's just still like really perky and like hi you know bubbling or shaking yeah. her head you should really consider killing yourself you know mm-hmm. it just she's <laughs> staying in this like goofy bubbly character <laughs> like all smiley while her face is all shredded um, you know I just thought oh okay so. There are more, and I agree, uh you know Zamora, you knew she's gonna get naked
2: uh, <laughs> right, instantly. You know,
0: yeah, it's like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna see this, we're gonna see that, yeah, and I d Wallace, her performance at the end, I think you know she starts emoting, you know, when she's doing the transformation, she starts doing some of that, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it switches over to the little tiny, scared whatever <laughs> yeah. she turns into, unfortunately, yeah, but um, a little loss of op, so <laughs> yeah, something, something ain't right, um. Ewok or something. A wire pug. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to go performance wise. I'm going to go with American Werewolf.
2: All right. So Chop up was so... wrong there. <laughs> so he loses that. So yeah, we've got it even now. Two We're at a tie, three. right? Scooby. Uh yes. ooh,
0: yeah, four rounds down. Okay, round five. This is going to be a good one. I think uh-huh. this will be a tough one. We have uh, special effects and and or makeup. So this this covers all areas of special effects and or makeup and this particular movie has a lot of both um so okay round five (laughs) chop top let's talk about
1: the uh
0: special Mm -hmm. effects and makeup
1: well i i think uh uh, i thought it was real cool at the beginning of uh, american werewolf where the first the wolf that attacks jack gets shot and uh, i just like the way you know as far as the bullet wounds and stuff and everything looked and stuff like that of course the great rick baker the effects on this uh the famous transformation scene i mean come on i agree with dread and what he's saying you can really viscerally fe- feel what david's going through on that um uh, it's so intense so well done uh, the gradual decomposing of jack throughout the film he gets worse and worse as it goes on because it's getting closer to the time where david's going to finally make that transformation so he's trying to plead with him hey you've got to kill you. it's the only way it's going to get worse for a lot of people that was pretty cool. I mean, he just looked amazing.
2: Although in the, the theater, case. he looked pretty bad at that point. Like, it looked yeah. pretty robotic. He just looked like a puppet, you know. The But prior to that, I thought were really good, especially the first scene of, you know, when he showed up and was still yeah. bloody and yeah. shredded and stuff. That was pretty gnarly looking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. By the time they got into the theater and he was mostly a skull and stuff, it was, it was and pretty,
1: I, I pretty bad. I thought great effects also, the murder victims at the theater. When they're all telling yeah. different ways to kill themselves and uh, how they all looked in the different various Yeah, the fresh runes looked. looked a lot Corrupt. better, I thought. Yeah. I had a little problem with the overall look of the wolf in it, though. Uh, it just looked like a, I don't know, it looked like a big old <laughs> overstuffed wolf or something. It just kind of looked like a bear, I, I thought, at times. Kind of, yeah. I, so I had a little problem with that. Now, on the howling side, um, I thought that now Rick Baker's assistant Rob Botten did this because Baker was originally supposed to do the howling and obviously Landis got him for American werewolf. So Botten took over those uh, duties. I like the hand chopped off, the the cabinet and all those bladders are going. That was cool. Human hand. Yeah. Uh, The transform another transformation scene in there. um, Yeah. We see several uh, transformation scenes in this one. That's right. right, That's right. Yeah. The one Uh, in the movie theater, uh, which is the first one really. Yeah, no. and then yeah. we have multiple at the colony. Yeah. Um, and and then... we have an
0: animated one when the when the, when the Zamora's having sex.
1: Yeah, oh, my God. That, yeah. that last that last shot of that one was <laughs> Oof, bad. Yeah. But, the... The, uh... but, man, I'll tell you, um, those werewolves with the practical effects and stuff, they looked amazing. They look and, great. And They're
0: it's... really scary werewolves.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it still stands up to the test of time yeah. because I've just watched these recently again. I own the Blu-ray of the Howling. Uh, wait, and I just like... wait, you wait, You got a Blu-ray, th- <laughs> Collector?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's so, my surprise guys, face. I, I just said, you know, here we go again.
0: Bust a, down, you're busting your balls. I, uh,
1: I know. Welcome um, to the club. But the transformation scene for county, <laughs> the scene at the end where Karen transforms, other than what she transforms into, is pretty cool. Um, uh yeah i just think it's uh when i had a love making scene you know her husband and that when they're turning into wolves initially mm. not the animated sex partner thing but when they're (laughs) first transformed it's like that was cool uh but yeah guys um man this was tough because you have a legendary iconic scene they're both great at what they do
0: rick baker did make up for the exorcist he you know he did he's done he doesn't make up for men in black for the star wars empire strikes back i mean he's done he's done it for
1: everything you know Yeah. yeah um But man, I I just the the look of the wolves, uh, the use of the bladders and the latex and what they're doing, the transformation scenes. I, I, I got to give it to the howling on that one. Yeah, Rob, there's more interest. More interest. There's more. You see more of the werewolves and the werewolves itself. The main werewolf was a serial Mm -hmm. killer and i just i like the look of them more they're very scared. i wasn't scared at all by yeah. the werewolf it's it's of kind that. of like the, the werewolves from the like dog
0: soldiers borrowed a lot i think from this movie the look yeah. of of the werewolf Have you ever Absolutely. seen that Dreadful dog soldiers yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's, that's a great movie
0: mm-hmm. really good mm-hmm. so yeah guys it
1: goes to the howling for special yeah
0: that was a really wow. good chop you broke it down really nicely there yeah all right uh dreadful your take
2: yeah uh yeah, you did break it down nicely because that's kind of where I'm at. Like, they I think each movie did certain elements better than the other, so they kind of almost balance out. Like, um, the Howling when they finally you see like a full transformation scene. I think it was during the like the sex scene right out in the woods. I mm-hmm. think that's when in the Howling when we first see like a full scene, full transformation happen. <clears throat> uh, the one thing that I didn't uh, that I didn't care for with that transformation was you didn't see much of the actual like morphing of their bodies like it would show them partially transformed the camera would kind of pan away you would come back and they were a little more transformed but each of those looks were really really good but you didn't really see the morphing whereas in american werewolf in london somehow you see his hands stretching out right like his those, feet yeah his feet everything. like those are really effective and mm-hmm. uh uh and I, and I liked the like the final werewolf form in the howling was way better I thought mm-hmm. than in American Werewolf in London. I think the transformation itself was better in American Werewolf in London, uh, but the final wolf, yeah, it wasn't. I didn't think was quite as good. It was like, like a like...
0: bulky wolf. It was like a like a muscular
2: wolf that's kind of roamed around on all yeah. fours. It almost <laughs> felt like at times when they would show like that quick close up of its face, like right in the camera, it almost looked like they just filmed like a bear. Or something and did Mm. something with a bear it almost looked like a bear's head i don't know if they did something with a bear and put some makeup on it and like filmed it and moved the camera i don't know how they got that effect but that's that's what it looked like so that's a toughie because american werewolf in london is it's it's all about that transformation scene and that's some of the best Mm -hmm. effects ever done Mm. as far as that goes it won an academy award it was the very first makeup academy award ever given out so it's hard to uh, it's hard to vote against that. So I will say that the sex scene and the howling, when they finally do finish transforming and they show that shot where you just see their silhouettes in yeah. front of the fire, that was so awful. Yeah. That yeah. was so you bad. Know, were, this okay. is when they're drawing animation, like literally on the cells. Yeah.
0: You know, it, it's just like really... They would really have been better off just bad. not
2: adding that little shot because it only lasted like one second. Yeah, but it's bad. It stands out. It does. Like, oh, and you just kind of ruin this. Yeah. The, almost it. Takes, it it yeah. takes away. Right. It takes it, away from that yeah. really cool scene. Otherwise. So yeah, I, I think, I think just on the strength of the the transfer transformation itself, I got to give it to American Werewolf. That scene was so painful. It was visceral. The sound effects were amazing. You see every you see things stretching and popping and you know, you hear all that. I thought they get did a little too much of the bubbly skin in in the howling. Like there was a little too much weep womp I kept thinking of the uh, <laughs> you know, little rascals in that cake you know, right right <laughs> womp <Weep-wop>. Yeah. <laughs> so that kinda of took it on just. that kind of detracts a little bit (laughs) for (laughs) me we gotta redo the
0: audio for those songs those movies and put in our own special effects sound effects that's great all right so uh, again I am the uh, deciding vote
2: you're the decider
0: yeah I I agree with both of you I think the howling does some really really great stuff I love the look of the werewolves I love that first transformation Mm -hmm. scene because Eddie doesn't like he's not screaming in pain because he's done this thousand times um but it is still very creepy and scary and the close-ups i agree also that the bubbling gets a little distracting because it's too too much too fast mm-hmm. um the 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 first yeah. when we see david transform in, the, in american werewolf we see everything we see the whole oh, torso yeah as he's like screaming and it's just out of the blue he just he just screams yeah. out of the uh, blue and he's dropping and then we yeah. see him like lengthen he's like laying this really gangly looking long torsoed mm-hmm. creature we see his his feet growing his hands growing i mean his ears you know everything everything changes um and then he just from that on we you know he doesn't we don't see the transformation but we also have we also have jack um becoming Ooh. more and more disgusting True. and and falling yeah, apart yeah. until he becomes a skull where it's where it is quite mechanical. Yeah. But we also see the the victims. Every other victim has is in some matter of decay or flesh torn off. I mean there's a lot of really good practical effects. And they did not resort to animation or or trickery in that resort. So um so they are there I like the werewolves better in in the howling. I think it is
2: definitely Me scarier. Too. And um, I liked that they showed the full werewolf more yes, often in the howling. Right. And I like agree. in that one scene where he's like swiping at her. It looked really yeah. good. He's man. standing. Like it it's awesome. a full right. suit. It's like yes. it's like
0: alien, you know, like the full body. Yeah. We see the full creature.
2: Very effective. Very, mm-hmm. very this scary. this is um, tough. I almost want to change my uh, yeah. This is a tough one. It was. But
0: we see but yeah, so I'm looking at it in totality of all the makeup effects and special effects. Because special effects also include the animation, which to me, that takes it down. <laughs> it, lo- it is. It's a negative. Um, yeah, I like the that. concept. The initial part of the concept I thought was great of them having sex and transforming. Mm-hmm. That was cool because then we see it at the animal sides coming out, literally. Um, that's really awesome. But then they ruin it with the with the freaking cartoon. And yeah. like, okay nope so that's a that's a deterrent um we don't see a lot of the david wolf in, in a lot of the times it's just like a, a body or a head or a, a torso or, you know a couple yeah. front legs um so so you know that there but we see more practical effects and we see the decay of his friend and and everybody else bloodied. so um and and d you know d wallace's transformation is really bad so i because of the negatives of um I'm going to have to go with American Werewolf, although I really like the werewolves better from The Howling. Um, I'm going to go with American Werewolf here because I just think that, that that transformation scene is amazing. And there's, Jack uh, just looks crazy great as oh, he just continues great. to decay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's just it, – yeah, and 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 also you know the, the the other practical effects in there you know the the nightmare scenes where he chases the deer and he eats it and the scenes where the you know the, the Nazi zombies are are you know they cut the, the throats <laughs> and shoot everyone you know the, all the practical <laughs> effects with the being shot with machine guns those are all still practical effects with squibs and and that was and,
1: hysterical too when in that, in that dream sequence where no we're not, not getting in... into scenes no go ahead go ahead <laughs> the special effects <laughs> there um... we go thank you. <laughs> the Nazi werewolves, and but they shoot the the mother, and she goes flying like, and I was like, oh my god, it's comical, yeah,
0: totally, totally. Keeping in vain with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there were there were a lot more, I think, practical effects in in American Werewolf, um, that that called attention to themselves as being, uh, very very done very well, you know, so. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so American Werewolf for, for makeup, Rick Baker. All right. Uh, although Rob Bottin, I mean, he, he's a fantastic makeup artist. You know, they're both they're both amazing. So, all right, that was uh, round five. Um, so we have what American Werewolf up uh, three to two now, up by one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, round six, we are going to talk about the music the score, the soundtrack, all those musical notes that are in the movie. So round six, <laughs> chop ticket.
1: Yeah, uh, as far as the score, I mean, in American Werewolf in London really wasn't much of one. It's pretty sparse. Very like, uh, I do. I love the Blue Moon intro music though to the movie. <laughs> it's humorous. It's getting you prepared or ready. Hey, this could be a little. We're not taking ourselves too seriously, right? And then of course uh, you can when the uh, the transformation scene, uh, Bad Moon Rising, see CR playing. Yeah, I thought you know, it's it's pretty on the nose movie. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that was really cool. Um, I also think, but I, I like the score. Uh, I thought it was sparse also in the howling, except when they get to, the, it's more effective and it gets more uh, turned up a notch when they get to the colony. And I thought it was really used effectively. It really created sense at those moments of dread or in the transformations or when they're in the doc's office and it's going to kill Terry and whatever. Like So I in those moments, I thought it was used, uh, I don't know. Uh, I like that about it. so, because I do like the, the, the you know you're putting CCR in there, you're putting Blue Moon and American Werewolf It's still not taking itself to to. Um, mm-hmm. It's one know, of those things know. that helps set the tone, the look and feel of the movie, right, of, right, right from right. the
0: bat. Right, exactly. Um,
1: and I think I'm I'm gonna go with American Werewolf on that, just because of that. I like that humorous aspect. I like the, the way it blows right in with Blue Moon and the rock down. Mm-hmm. you know on the countryside there and, and that in and the transformation with CCR, it's just like, that's, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: yeah. Cause that's how the uh, movie finishes too. Right. It goes right back
1: into blue moon, right? I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. It goes right back into it. So, uh, yeah, guys, it goes to American werewolf in London for me. Okay. Dreadbull. Yeah. Uh,
2: totally agree with the howling. I thought it was, it was mostly, I didn't notice it a whole lot. Uh, it did an okay job on the more intense scenes and in between those, it just really never, noticed much happening with the score or any kind of score or anything so overall i just don't think the soundtrack did or the score did much for the movie at all a, a little bit here and there uh right. american werewolf in london i thought it just it added a lot more personality to the movie like you said right off the bat with blue moon like okay there's a lighter there's a comedic side to this as they're showing these the, this dreary countryside so And yeah, Bad Moon Rising when he's kind of like waiting. He's pacing around nervously waiting for this transformation. I don't think that's what was playing when he actually transformed. I think there was something else, a different song playing. I remember Lydia walked in and she's like, is that is that music from this movie? Like because it was so weird. It was kind of a weird contrast uh, to the, the music that was playing when he was transforming. As you're seeing what was happening on the screen. And I don't think it was Bad Moon. Bad Moon Rising was playing when he was like during the day when he was by himself mm-hmm. and he's just kind of oh, okay, going yeah, around
1: kind of nervously, yeah. like, yeah,
2: like, exactly. oh, when's it going to happen? You right. know? I think there was something uh, different.
1: Back but now. yeah,
2: I I just thought the 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 soundtrack added a lot more to American Werewolf in London, added a lot more personality uh, to the movie. I thought it was just pretty basic and kind of utilitarian in uh, The Howling. So, yeah, I'll I'll give it to American Werewolf for sure. Um, that song was, um, heavy metal,
0: you th- have blue it? moon, moon dance, bad moon rising. Oh,
2: yeah. I don't know the I don't know the name of the song that was playing. Yeah, moon dance, I, I think it was Van Morrison, I
0: believe. Yeah. Right. I was just looking at the soundtracks. Hmm. Um, and yeah.
2: the howling when they're uh, at the colony and they all go out to hunt and like the first scene of them out hunting, there was like carnival music playing. It was the weirdest thing. Like oh. it sounded like carnival music. I'm like, what mm. the hell is that? And then <laughs> they they go to a, they go to somewhere a different location and come back to the hunt and it was gone. It was just huh. like the first little scene of them carrying I their guns that... out to the woods yeah. and there was like some we'll weird carnival park park. music playing and yeah. it. it was so odd. Huh. Like what? Is, what? Why did they do that? <laughs> And
0: they didn't even continue it throughout the whole... Yeah, they've been thing. hunting at a carnival,
2: you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> maybe. strange. Huh. Wow. i got to pay more attention to that next time I watch it. Yeah, 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 check it out.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. Okay. Sounds good. It's, it's kind of goofy.
0: Huh. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with both of you. The music is sparse uh, in this movie. It's effectively sparse because there's so much going on that the music... You know, there's no John Williams score or uh, under undercoding everything like we hear like in Star Wars or you know in the other films he did by with by Steven Spielberg, you know, or, or Jaws or anything like that. There's no memorable theme, but um, the use of popular culture music, Blue Moon and Van Morrison and Creedence, in American Werewolf, I think is what makes it stands out because automatically we are seeing these and there are all these moon moon related songs. I mean, it is pretty much on the nose, even though the werewolf's nose, yeah. but. But it's still part, I think, over the overall tone and the feel of the movie – is that it does announce a little tongue in cheek, like, okay, we're just sit back. We're going to have a good time. This is going to be a fun movie. We're going to be entertained. And it does it really effectively in that regard. This is the music in the, in the intense scenes. Like, like you said, Dread Bull for the howling, I think is effective. The transformation scene, the first time we see the transformation scene, there's, there's this is brooding kind of, you know, intense because we don't know what's going on. You know, as a viewer, you're like, what, what is going to happen here? This is you know kind of creepy, but um. Yeah, other than that, it it, it uh, I I'll have to watch again for the Carnival music, but it wasn't uh, there wasn't much to write home about. So for me, pretty easy um the American Werewolf. All
2: right. All right. Uh so after six rounds Dreadbull, um what what do we have here? We have got 4 to 2 now. American oh. Werewolf starting to pull away. All right. In the uh middle
0: middle third of the the round, we um American Werewolf has uh, taken the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, Trump Round seven is memorable scenes or memorable lines. You know, the things that we uh, often probably have all spoken, but things that stand out about us that make us, um, you know, you want to quote quotable things or things that stand out. So uh, round
1: seven um, goes to you, Chop. All right, guys. Uh, Memorable scenes. Obviously, we talked about it. Uh, The transformation scene, American Werewolf. That's iconic. I thought another one was that uh, the guy in the subway going up the escalator and the the full werewolf comes into view at the bottom I thought that was really effective really brilliant by Landis the placement of that stuff Um, I really like uh, oh the whole rampaging stuff at Piccadilly Circus when (laughs) he finally transforms and he gets all the shit going on people flying through fucking windows crushed between cars just total chaos and carnage Um, that was absolutely amazing um, then we go to the howling and, uh, I got written down here again. Well, of course, you know, tra- the the first beginning of the the porn booth, uh, scene was very effective because it kind of set up and Eddie's starting to transform there. But the cops finally get there and put bullets into them. Uh, and then, uh, you know, in Eddie's apartment, when the other two reporters go in there and they see all the, the drawings and newspaper clippings of all this stuff, you know, wolves and the slaughtered. You know, people, his victims and stuff is cool. Uh, The scene at uh, Doc's uh, office where Eddie's just, he's already transformed into a wolf and attacks Terry and stuff. It's just so fucking creepy. It's terrifying. Um, And then I like the whole scene at the colony with the barn and everything. And when the other reporter, Chris, comes in to try to rescue Karen and uh, they all start transforming and stuff. And I just thought that was really effectively done. Not the shot of three wolves standing there when they're driving away, but because I think that was a little animation in that. But overall, uh, that was very memorable. Um, Man, uh, oh, I'm leaving out Jack in the theater. Who the hell could leave out those? You know that scene and with all the other victims and and just Jack. You know all the other times he's in the movie. I think he's for me he steals the show in American Werewolf. So, but. Man, I uh, it's tough this is tough oh the nightmare assault on the family uh the Nazi werewolves we talked about it's, it's hysterical and it's brutal but uh the makeup looks fantastic on those werewolves too um whew, man. I think a slayer
0: borrowed that from their look on on one of their Nazi helmets I swear yeah, they take it. it's like, it's that. like a werewolf Nazi you know I think slayer took that
1: yeah, yeah, I thought about that too, Montag. That's great. Um man. I'm I'm gonna go with the howling on this one. I think there's all just right. for, for me, for me, there's more memorable scenes for me. Sure. All right, nicely so, done. Yeah. An astute analysis Chop
2: Tom. <laughs> um hey. all right, Dread Bull. Yeah, you pretty much like named off all the memorable scenes from both yeah. movies. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna talk so about the boobies with, with the howling, right? I mean, that was you, funny. I mean, yeah, in the theater, which boobies from the howling or from which boobies? The, the, there doesn't they're all there.
1: The the, the porn <laughs> movie like going bring on. Bring in Steve
0: Martin. Like,
2: wow, look at the tits. I'll bet yeah.
1: there's 57 <laughs> One, tits. When fucking Babada transforms, you know, in the howling, you got a yeah, think yeah, about.
2: right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the mayhem scene when he burst out of the theater was hilarious. Like suddenly there's traffic everywhere and cars are going like 50 miles an hour in the city because they can't stop. Apparently they're just going to keep plowing into each other and people are well, getting run remember, over. Landis did the Blues so Brothers with the, 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 okay. with the
0: biggest car wreck scene ever. Just a few years and prior. Right. Another over the top car wreck.
2: So, yeah like blues brothers but with uh, gore you know yeah right people flying it, out of so. their windows seatbelts <laughs> kids safety first uh yeah i thought the scene when he um was trying to get arrested afterwards I, I mentioned that and like he actually started showing some real some range i thought as a uh as a character as an actor right uh the transformation scene itself uh just his acting there on top of the special effects was it was incredible um Yeah. The howling, I thought some of the scenes where the female reporter that was kind of investigating things was fighting back were really cool. Like you mentioned the the arm getting chopped off and then that thing, that arm kind of transforming back into a human forearm and hand was really cool looking. Like they, they did a really good job on that. Um, yeah, the barn scene when, when you kind of the whole, when you find out the whole colony is they're all werewolves and, uh, was was cool. Um, so yeah, memorable scenes. I think you have to give it to American werewolf. Just again, just on the strength of the transformation itself on top of the scenes with his friend, his dead mm-hmm. friend, the mayhem. Uh, I, I just thought there are more scenes that jump into my mind from American werewolf in London than, mm-hmm. than from the howling. So yeah, I got to give it to American werewolf here. Yeah, Yeah. I, more I, memorable I, things happened.
0: I agree with both of you in that regard. Um, I the howling, the first transformation we talked about that. It's really great. I love that scene with the well, everyone's turning into werewolves. Um, you know, I didn't even mind the uh, Zamora scene because hey, I wanted to see some movies. You know, I was fourteen. What do you want? They were they were um, They were nice too. Yeah, and, um, and the scene or 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 D, where D Wallace transforms, I thought was effective at first you know, when she just begins at first, you know, um, we we thought it was a good idea at first, (laughs) but then American werewolf, the, just seeing the slaughtered lamb was great. The heat made me miss, um, you know, memorable lines. That's a great line. Uh, Jack, look at me. I'm a walking meatloaf. You know, that's, that's a fantastic line. I love that. (laughs) Um, the scene in the porn theater, again, we've got more boobies and, uh, just hysterically bad porn. um, yeah, the the nightmare sequences, especially the Nazi ones, are, are great. The transformation scenes. So I do all love the in the Howling where the werewolf gets acid thrown on him. I thought that was a really great creepy effect too. And how Eddie looked
1: afterwards. You know, yeah, exactly.
0: Of... You see him right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are more memorable things and more memorable lines uh, from American Werewolf. I can't remember. I can't remember one memorable line from the Howling. Um, Although I do like the scene where John Carradine's moaning about, you know, the old generation and how things are different. Yeah. Yeah. Look there it, you well,
2: go. Look at that wire <laughs> Pekingese. Oh, 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 I yeah. mean, that's just awful guys. It is. Yeah. Look at that little. That's stump, not good.
0: Snub nose. She's like, pretty cute though. I think it's what they are going for. A cute little. It's werewolf. like, yeah. A cuddly wolf.
1: Not, a, yeah, a which is fine. That's you know, uh, yeah, fine. Like Anthony Hopkins in the wolf, man. Yeah. That's horrible look on him, but it's so funny. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I agree, Montag. You know, to, to that extent, I, I do. You know, there were definitely more memorable lines. I thought it was kind of funny. I noticed when uh, uh, main character Karen's husband is in the, the, the cabin, and in the background, it's got Wolf Chili. That's the name of the chili in there and stuff. Oh, and nice. then at the end, uh, Zamora survives all that shit, and she's at this bar or whatever. And, well, how do you want it, sweetheart? Like that rare, you know, about the. the yeah. <laughs> Now, yeah, you knew that uh, was going to be the answer yeah yeah you know and and so i think it gained a little bit more comedy, comedy excuse me near the end of the film you know especially yeah, it was too late after, by then <laughs> yeah yeah but but They're yeah so their uh, load in a bad way yeah. it's too late so I, they can't, I, I agree. no more dribbles agree. you know i i see from both sides you know but yeah yeah that's that's a good choice Montag, So yeah yeah
0: i mean these are both these are both good movies you know we it, it just if we're doing the slugfest you know we were doing it by scene by scene uh but they're both different very different movies so mm-hmm. um all right so that was round seven uh round eight um we're calling fear factor the frights uh involved in a movie i mean horror movies should have some frights should have some fears um so let's do round eight <laughs> chop top take it away
1: okay Or uh, you know like fear factor and stuff i i i like the uh when uh David and Jack are on the moors and of course they get attacked. There's this forebodingness around because, you know, you can actually sense with them as they're looking around and all distances and where's that howling coming from, that noise, you know? And then of course they get attacked there.
0: Yeah. They're growing uh, anxiety.
1: Yeah. Really. Yeah. really yeah. It's palpable. It we it can get fear palpable. the fear. Yeah. Jack, yeah, think, yeah. David, we're, we're
0: not on the road. You know, it's like, Oh fuck.
1: Yeah. Right. And so, and then, uh, I thought, uh, when he, he's at the theater and he transforms david does i thought that was kind of creepy and then uh of course when he busts out of there um uh, but there's so much fucking chaos in piccadilly circus it just it's you just can't help but laugh it's more mm-hmm. definitely that comedy horror comes out more than the yeah. horror element. now but i look and then i look at the howling and when terry is uh you know attacked at doc's office when she's in that cabin, and the other werewolf's busting through there. And That's Karen, was right? Wasn't Karen the main character? No, uh, Terry was the co. when she called upon her and Chris to come up there to help her out because things weren't going right and every whatever that. Uh, and she starts getting on to this, hey, this county's not all what it seems and stuff. Right, Terry, yeah, so but, one,
2: yeah. Okay. And the doctor's office, though, was Karen, wasn't it? Because she threw the acid on him? Well, that was after Terry got attacked there. Oh, she, she also started. got attacked in the doctor's yeah. office? Okay. Yeah.
1: I thought she was and, in some cabin room or something. Yeah, because Eddie okay. killed Terry Gotcha. he's fully transformed. <clears throat> and then when Karen goes up there, she discovers Terry's body and right. then she goes through it. And she's standing there like just what amazed me, she's standing there just watching, like, not even trying to attempt to run. Was at like it was like
2: one of the slowest transformations. It took him five minutes to transform, and she just stood there poo- I, I, with I, her yeah, mouth hanging open.
1: Was like, Fuck this shit. I'm out, right? I wanted right. him
2: to die at that point. Like, I was hoping he would go ahead and kill her, like, just rip her head right off. <laughs> uh, I didn't like her as a character. I was so annoyed at that point. Like, please put her out of her. Right.
1: It was
0: fight or
2: fight or flight, and she, did neither. <laughs> she didn't right. either.
1: She didn't either. She stood and it, gawked. The, the, right? the porn booth. The porn booth scene, scene, you know, at first uh, as we get That's into just, howling, yeah, I thought yeah. that was scary. Um, but I didn't, you know, as far as Fear Factor, I thought I was I was more scared by the howling than I was American Werewolf. But there's a couple of scenes, I think, that are just, yeah, fantastic American Werewolf. Mm-hmm. But the howling wins that one for me, for Fear Factor.
2: All right, very nice. Okay, Dredd. Yeah, I think at least one thing the howling did better was sort of uh, evoke a sense of dread a little bit of sense of fear like it seemed like american werewolf almost every time there was some kind of fear or gore they added some comedic and a comedic element that took away from the from the fear or the dread uh and obviously on purpose because they did it multiple times where they had these contrasting sort of uh emotions going on at one time so but it, it definitely took away from any sense of fear or dread. I thought, yeah, some of the the, uh, the attack scenes, uh, we talked about how good the the full werewolf looked in the howling. And when you said when Terry was getting attacked and you could see that whole thing rearing up and it was like oh, seven feet tall scary. and swinging at her. Yeah. Really, that was that was pretty damn scary and pretty intense and like, OK, I, I don't want her to die. She's cool. So, so that at least added some tension to that scene. Like, okay, there's sure. a character. I wouldn't. I would rather not die. So, okay, that that's tense. Yeah, Karen in the doctor's office. Please, just rip <laughs> her head off. My God, <laughs> put me out of my misery at this point. Yeah. So, Greg, Greg
1: really didn't like, like her acting. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, like, I didn't what, like, like the
2: script. Her acting was fine. She was acting the way she was supposed to. They just they just it's yeah, like they, watching but... glitter with Mariah Carey put me out of my misery please <laughs> so um yeah I'm gonna give it to the howling for uh, for fear factor
1: uh, all right all excellent. in
2: all excellent yeah better job yeah. of evoking some fear at times
0: right when it comes to straight fear the howling has to take it um although there are there are terror there are terrifying scenes in American world but they're more like jump scares in a way mm. because the scene when the when when jackets gets attacked in the moors. It's quick. It's just like, boom, out of nowhere yeah. does it happen. Yeah. Uh, the the nightmare sequences are just truly
2: terrifying. They're short, abrupt, and like, just go way over the top real quick, and then they cut away. And sometimes um, they jump into a scene, like, when he is, starts yeah. to transform in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, you jump into him screaming like instantly right. you jump. He into was reading and then screaming. all of a sudden just
0: like screams. Oh mm-hmm. my fucking God. Or whatever it is, you know, right. Jesus Christ. Um, right. Exactly. So it's just like, Oh, oh okay. What, what is it, what's up with this? Um, right. And then you, you the, the ta- other attacks are kind of more off camera you know, even with the, uh, the wolf vision, you know, point of view thing, but you see those mostly off camera, but we have full frontal when it comes to the howling full frontal werewolfism right here. (laughs) Um, We see the wolves attacking, we see them in their physical form, very much like in dog soldiers. They're standing up They're They're, they're, they're terrifying. We see their size. Do we see, you know, we, we see them as a whole creature. And so there is definitely the, the sense of fear in in evoked in horror evoked mm-hmm. in those things as horrific as american werewolf is
2: there's more true horror in the howling if american and... werewolf would have done a better job of a, a full wolf you know they did such a great job of that with the transformation they yeah. never show yeah. a good a good Ritano. shot of the full wolf and it's all yeah. its glory you know well, you yeah. see
1: him just from his face He's going down there, or yeah, yeah, the full you know, Monty.
2: Yeah. yeah, bring out the full wall. It's a shame.
1: Yeah, maybe, it's,
0: maybe it's, they couldn't have because they didn't have a guy in a, in a suit. Whereas I think it's the Howling. I I don't know if it was a mechanical, if they had a guy in a suit. I don't maybe, right. it, yeah, it, I could have been. Yeah, uh, I it, sure it could have been a mechanical, could have been fully mechanic. It's, it's if it was, it
2: looked really good. I thought it was pretty yeah. fluid looking. Yeah, it, it was a probably a guy in and a and suit. Stuff. My guess is it was, it was a prosthetic, it was <laughs> yeah. a suit. Uh, um, yeah, they could
0: have easily done that. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I agree with you there dread um, i don't so, know if they spent their whole budget on the transformation scene well they had a big budget it was things. like
0: 17 million or something huh. like huh. that it was a big budget
2: and they made yeah like that's 10 a shame times, yeah, as opposed yeah. to howling didn't have a uh, lot no. i would love yeah. to have seen a full it, it, the, it, the wolf and all that yeah it story. made like
1: 62 million something like that it
2: was it was a it was a pretty yeah worldwide
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so In american werewolf had 5.8 million budget 30 million oh, 60 million US, okay. 62 million worldwide Okay, so yeah, four
0: times the budget, and it made yeah about about five four times as much. So, uh, yeah, so okay, um, excellent. So what what where are we at now? What
2: is the score? It is one, two, three, four, five to three. So, oh, um, hate well, to say, American Werewolf is already American won. Werewolf. Sorry, we know what's going to win. Ready, but we got won. we got
0: round nine, which is rewatchability. You know, we're 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 mulling over. If you have a suggestion what we should do for round nine let us know we'd be happy to hear from you we'd love hearing from you and all your emails and all your comments on our youtube channel thank you, you we um, hope you um,
1: like in this episode so oh, that's right yeah oh, dreadful oh, brings the horror
0: <laughs> like and, hey that's good chap all right oh, look at that took me a while you, to get that one
1: oh uh, we
2: just <laughs> lost <laughs> subs <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah yeah we lost thank we you lost subs. um so round nine do
1: fucking nothing.
0: <laughs> now you're learning um, this is like Pavlov's dog. We're gonna start ringing a bell and make make Chop Top feel bad about himself. When you yeah, hear, the, some you some hear the sound, you start crying. Um, okay.
1: bitches. <laughs> rewatchability, Chop. Okay. Um, I think you know rewatchability. I mean, God, you talk about we talk about the memorable scenes, right? But you can't help not talking about them again when you're talking about rewatchability. So, you know, the rampage in London just. Fucking love that. Uh, classic practical effects. Uh, they still hold up today, really do. Um, it was a refreshing take, I thought, on the Universal Wolfman with a modern twist. Um, Likeable characters, especially David, Jack, Nurse Price. Uh, again, Jack, I think, stole the show. So based on, you know, I, don't know, I got to talk about The Howling, too. Um, uh, one right here? It's- okay sorry a, a, a mcconnell
2: on it <laughs> mitch mcconnell moment yeah he just throws up
1: anyways uh yeah i just rewatchability i love i like both films uh and it's hardcore though because i'm because they're both like very movies. different movies that's the thing that's, yeah, that's, 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 what, makes that's what makes it difficult difficult yeah 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 um Man, if you're just walking for for just entertainment, entertainment and popcorn fun, and just that transformation scene, you're you're looking at American Werewolf in London. Um, if you're wanting to go into pure horror, you're looking at The Howling. But man, rewatchability. I mean, I'd re- watch them both over and over again. But I I got to give the hands down to American Werewolf in London. So. Okay.
2: Uh-huh. Dreadful. I hate Karen. American <laughs> Werewolf in London. <laughs>
1: we haven't established that yet viewers Uh, (laughs) uh,
0: all right that was simple um (laughs) (laughs) yeah chop i really agree with what you say these are both two very different movies as we've mentioned before and and depending on the mood that i'm in if i want a true horror i'm going to be going more toward um, the howling but generally speaking i will given the choice i'll probably rewatch american werewolf over the howling um it be just because there are there are just it is an enjoyable movie and they 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 both do different very different things so um i'm going to have to go with american werewolf on this one but uh yeah so and that's funny so now uh, now we know that Dreadbull hates karen um so the final <laughs> the final tally Dreadbull, we have a winner hold on
2: the winner is American Werewolf in London, Werewolf six London. rounds to three. Yes, wins the very first. The very Pretty first slugfest.
0: Yes, nice. All right, wow. two to two beats it. Scored is two to one. Very very match. nice. Uh, yeah, job, I, gentlemen, Dreadful. Yeah. It's it's so wonderful to have you join us for our yeah. horror well, show. I quite
2: enjoyed it. Quite enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: and um, All right. yeah, we we can do. You know chop top and yeah, i've seen all kinds of horror movies and and dreadful oh, came up with a great Let's not get works. carried away
2: now let's not get carried away but but it hey dipping my toes in yeah dipping your toes that's fine if you we'll come up with it. a couple movies that i'm interested in i'll join you yeah I well love you, your you gave us the next begin. one
1: yeah
0: well you're you going to tell uh, them what we're going to do next Chop. the next it? the next horror slug fest go ahead chop since you've been chomping chomping at the bits chomping chopping.
1: Uh, yeah this was uh dread's idea it's fantastic for next horror slug fest and it's uh Alien versus the Thing. John Carpenter's the Thing, which I think will be absolutely yes. Awesome. I'm the blast. I'm already I'm really excited, I'm about, excited
0: that. about that. That's going to be yeah. that's going to be difficult. That's going to be tough. Great that should be that's a
1: difficult. hell
2: of a slugfest there. Yeah, it's like two big hitters.
0: These are two right. titans, man. That's mm-hmm. great. So, before we check out, I want to tell you something that's been grinding my gears. I'm pull <laughs> a little Peter Peter moment, okay? Um, and I told them I would do this because they fucked me. I told him you're the I'm the wrong person to fuck. I ordered some pens from a company called Nordisco. Nordisco, remember that, kids. Oh, yes. Get your hate venom pens out now. <laughs> and I ordered some pens, and they sent me the wrong pen. Okay, the pen I wanted was a very specific. Pilot P2 gel. I love those. My Pilot uh, G2s. You know, it's it's a lovely pen. It's a lovely pen. And and this is what they showed on their website. Like I want more of these. Well, they sent me something that didn't look like this. It was a pilot. It was not this pen. I said, I want this pen. They said, well, you have to pay for shipping return back. I go, no, no. Your website showed this. You gave me the wrong fucking pen. It cost $6 to return. I'm like, fuck you. No. So well, send us a picture. Tell us what happened. I did. A month goes by. I hear nothing. So I sent him, I called him. I said, hey, is this how you normally treat your customers? Because I never got anything back. And you know, what are you gonna do? Oh, we'll send we'll send you a shipping receipt, a mailing label back. I'm like, okay, cool. Great. Now they finally listen. It was their fucking fault they sent me the wrong pen. So I shipped it in. I waited my return. And on my return, they kept the $5.99. Those motherfuckers only paid back $17 from the pens and they kept the fucking shipping. Oh, Fuck you, Nordisco. You're out there, you send some hate letters, some hate metal. To Nordisco. And May you be mauled lying. by a werewolf. So I sent, I wrote them a, head, a letter. I said, You are fucking lying, cheap bastards, you fucking cunts. So fuck you, Nordisco. I said, I'm going to do this on the podcast. I'm going to put it out there for thousands and millions of people to hear. Fuck you. So there, I'm going to be doing this for the next year. Every episode for the next year, <laughs>
2: right.
0: you picked your the ranting. wrong one to put six dollars. I'm getting my six dollars. Yeah. It's like Family Guy where Peter goes, No, not really grinds my gears." Exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it's just the idea. It's just the principle of that the thing. Good. They That's fucked cool. up. They yeah. gave me the wrong thing, and they they wouldn't you want to make it right. They yeah. wanted me to pay for their mistake. This is not how you do business, motherfuckers. No. So there. Fuck you, Nordisco.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck them.
0: All right. Well, that feels better. Until next week, when I go back again, you're going to hear it for the next year, kids. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, guess what grinds my gears this week? On this episode of Heavy Metal Horror, Montag's
0: going off in another fucking rant. (laughs) I could. I could for Mrs. Montag got screwed over by a company, but we'll save that for another time. Okay. All right. Yeah. I said, oh, you picked the wrong people um hey <laughs> you can find heavy metal horror podcast on Unsane radio listen to full episodes or download to your device you can find us on facebook heavy metal horror podcast on instagram look for montag lewis one word on our youtube page heavy metal po- uh, horror podcast if you're watching that's where you're at don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button and if you know someone who'd like our show tell them about us this has been montag mass revolution Chop top, reggie You've been watching and listening to, bring up the horns, Reggie,
1: heavy metal, metal horror. horror. Fuck you, Nordisco. This is Doug helvering and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before.